Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin, Soft Heart family. Welcome back around our table, our virtual gathering space for your one-stop shop for the encouragement, the support, the high fives, and even the sometimes tough love that we all need in order to be who you are created to be in the earth. I already know that you, when you lead, people flourish, but I just want to make sure you flourish as you lead and as you love and as you serve. And so I'm so glad that you are back for another episode. So today's episode is a special shout out to everyone that is an empath. Empaths unite. I wish I had my little Jamaican flow. I'm like, where y'all at? Where are the empaths at? Because we need you. And for the first time in pop culture, we are starting to understand that empathy or folks that are on the empathy spectrum folks that emotional intelligence is their leading intelligence, we are starting to honor that for the first time as an intelligence and not just as a sign of being a nice person. And I think this shift is so critical in so many ways. And so this episode is in part a reflection to some of the data that I've been reading about fields like artificial intelligence and tech and finance and urban planning and development that are starting to realize that emotional intelligence is truly an intelligence and people that have this as their leading intelligence, they are simultaneously savvy, strategic, and innovative business minds as well. Because for too long, being an empath was just thought to be you were nice. And so many of us that are empaths, and many of you, you can identify with this. When I was a child, being empathetic was not framed as being an intelligence or a sign of emotional intelligence. We weren't even using that as vernacular in school or even in higher learning. People that were intelligent were framed as people that were technically astute, people that were in the sciences in some type of way. When I was a child growing up in the 80s and 90s, empathetic children or empathy was rooted in citizenship, not intelligence. Some of you are old enough to remember. I remember a time when my report card not just included my academic grades, but it also showed citizenship scores. It would show scores as it related to cooperation or attentiveness, responsibility, and those were factored into whether or not you made the honor roll or not. And so I remember as a kid, people assuming that if you were on the empathy spectrum, that somehow that meant you were naive, you were gullible, that you weren't really smart. And so I don't know where the switch flipped for me, but I remember I had to be about somewhere between the ages of 9 to 11 where I decided that I would not lead with empathy because I would rather be seen as smart than nice. Now, if you know me, I couldn't tuck the nice and the empathy away because I am still that person that I'm going to walk into a CEO conversation and I'm going to ask about, are you well, before I get into the work. I was just talking to my sound engineer this morning and we were just talking about how people will send you an email asking for something before they greet you as a person. And I'm like, do that bother you? <laughs> I literally had to ask her, is this an age or generational thing? But it bothers me because I'm like, no, you didn't purse your lips to ask something of me and to not acknowledge 
the person you are approaching with the ask. That's another podcast topic for another day. And so I never heard the fact that I centered people in how I chose to lead as an intelligence. And so I think what's very interesting is that in my generation, Generation X, Gen X, empaths, stand up. You all know that for many of us, when it came to directing us into career paths, we were always directed into helping professions. Oh, you'd make a great educator or you would make a great social worker. You would make a great nurse, not the doctor, but the nurse. And I'm not taking anything away from helping professions because those are noble professions. But I think it's ironic that now we are talking about things like human-centered design. And I chuckle when I hear that because I'm saying, so basically you're saying you need more empaths on your team. Because empaths, well before HCD was a thing, we've always centered people in how we design. We've always centered people. And so I think it's so important for empaths to not just reclaim our intelligence, what you do and how you are wired. It is not a liability in the workplace. As a matter of fact, the data shows we need empaths. Do you know how many buildings have horrible design? Because there were no empaths on the team. There was nobody naturally oriented to put people at the center. You know how many government policies and practices and procedures were put into place because no one led with emotional intelligence and they don't work. Even in the field of artificial intelligence, I just read an article in Thrive Global that talked about in tech how the future of AI is connected to emotional intelligence because there's no way to design for people apart from people. So what I'm saying is, is that for those of us that were our older empaths, it is so important that we reclaim that as an intelligence. It is not just a matter of being a kind or a thoughtful person. Being emotionally intelligent is just as brainy, just as brilliant as it takes to be a master at technical and hard skills. And for those of us that are raising children that are on the empath spectrum, it is important that we let them explore every industry, finance, architecture, engineering, design, They need to be able to go into any industry because every industry needs their gifts. All I'm saying is that for those of us that are empaths, yes, you flow in multiple intelligences. Yes, you can be strategic, you can build empires, and you can care about folks at the same time. You are the epitome of right brain meeting left brain, and that is what makes you dope, and that is what makes you powerful. So fellow empaths, I implore you, stop turning the volume down on that intelligence aspect of who you are. Stop thinking that you need to lead with your technical aptitude and that you need to shy away from your heart that beats for humanity. So many of the cutting edge industries, businesses, and business ideas that are flourishing in the marketplace today are not just because of folks that have a pulse on industry, but people that have a pulse on people. I am convinced that those brands that will remain visible, valuable, and vocal in the marketplace moving forward into the future, it's going to be those brands that have leaders within them that have both the pulse of industry, but also the pulse of people. 
If you think about things that we're seeing Netflix do, I mean, the very fact that you can see pretty much every intersectional identity reflected in the content on Netflix, they have some empaths working in Netflix. I think about the brand OXO that is in, you know, one of the leading brands in kitchen tools. One of the ways that that brand came to be is the founder, his wife battled arthritis in her hand and using predominantly metal kitchen tools were hurting her hand, namely that old metal potato peeler. And so he went into his workshop and started to prototype ideas that were designed not because he knew the kitchen tool industry, but because he cared about people. He wanted to create something that would allow his wife to cook without pain. And out of that became the billion dollar brand that we know as OXO today. Empaths for too long, we were erroneously told that we could not be in business or finance, engineering, urban planning, government, all of these spaces and be empathetic too. For too long, Empathy was presented to us as a liability or a deficit in business and not the game changer in business. And so I just want to encourage you to reclaim that. That's part of your magic. And the more that you find ways to weave your emotional intelligence quotient into how you lead, love, and serve in your industry, I promise you it will cause you to grow and be set apart and competitive in a way that others aren't it will become your competitive advantage in the marketplace. I heard so many positive points of feedback from each of you over social media when you either viewed the tweet I wrote about empaths or you saw it on Instagram or LinkedIn. And I love to hear your stories. I love to hear how you are reclaiming the fact that you are on the empath spectrum as a sign of intelligence and not as a deficit. I look forward to being with you all. I look forward to celebrating the diversity of gifts and the intelligences that we have, and I'll see you next time.